Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, we main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm blessed. You know, uh, taking things lot. one step at a time. Yep, yep. You know, I can see that you still don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yo, how's my connection, by the way? I probably should it's it's pretty good. I would say, like, it's even better than um, when you had it on your computer. Oh, word, okay. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, you know me, I'm still out here uh, in Philadelphia. I got about two weeks left in my clinical rotation. And Berg, yo, I treated my first soccer player the other day, bro. I was hyped. You treated your, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it felt good, bro. Early in the phase of rehab or late during the phase of rehab? Um, kind of in the middle. Oh, okay. um, he was struggling with like some some hip flexor stuff during, during his club season. But uh, yeah, yeah, felt good, felt good. That's good. Yeah, bro. I'm treating one right now. Um, he's in my team. He used to play for like Bristol Academy, and oh, us. yeah, somehow we just randomly found him uh, just just doing some drills on on one of the field, and then we asked him if he want to join our team. And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And, and the, we didn't even know if he could play. We just saw him. He looked like a really good soccer player physically. And then yeah. he got the ball. We're like, whoa. Okay, where, <laughs> where did, did this dude come from? He's like, yeah, I used to play for Bristol Academy. I play. And then I got in. I used to play pro in England. And then I, I got injured. And then my agent, he said he had an agent. He said my agent told me to go to America and just play soccer there and get an education. So that's what I did. So now he, he oh, <laughs> yeah, no. So he, um, he's, he's, he's got a hamstring injury. So I'm, I'm just basically rehabbing him for free. Just if we twice a day, I go to the gym with him and just do some stuff. Mm, word, word, word. That's sick, bro. Nice and yeah. cool. But today, today we have an interesting topic, a topic we both get questions about a lot. Um, our topic today is this. Should I train if I'm sore? Um, mm. So, Berg, why don't, why don't you start it off? Because when people think of soreness, they think of this word called DOMS. Can you explain what DOMS is? And yeah, DOMS is, um, is um, the abbreviation for um, delay onset muscle soreness, right? So that's the one, that's the thing. That's the horrible feeling, the, the ache that you feel in your muscle after you, you basically exceeded um, the capacity of the workout or, or physical activity that, you know, your body can handle. Now, what caused them? Nobody caused, nobody knows. Like it's, it's been, it's been a lot of debate about it. You know, there's a theory out there that says, um, you know, every time you exceeded your, your, the amount of activity that you can handle, you know, you, you experience a micro tear into your muscle. And that's why, you know, those micro tears basically what's causing you the pain. You know, there's, there's another theory that's saying that, you know, you, when you exceed your, level of activity that your body is used to you know your you know the cells in your muscle produce like metabolic waste 
then that waste is what's causing you pain. They're still trying to figure out exactly what, what caused them. But basically, that's what thumbs is. It's just, you know, your, a muscle ache from um, exceeding the capacity, the, the workload capacity that your body can handle. Mm. Okay, so now we can get into the topic of how do I avoid being sore? Mm. Because, I mean, it's, and this is tough too, because it's sometimes it's inevitable, right? If you're like, let's say if you're in preseason, you want to avoid being sore because you want to perform well during your trouts or whatever, or like in the middle of the season where you're really just trying to perform at your best because you have games two, three times a week. It comes to the point where you ask yourself, Hey, I feel like this soreness is um, kind of, limiting my my ability to play on the field how can i avoid it now there's two ways you can go about this and i like to think of this i like to uh, like uh, make an analogy about a cold pool or you ever go like you ever go to a swimming pool and you like you dip your toes in the water and you're like damn that's cold i'm not going in there right yeah i i pack my stuff and i leave (laughs) (laughs) so Let's say, let's say you, ha- you essentially have two choices if you feel like the water's cold. You can either A, go in the water until you get used to it, or B, you can do what you do, which is get out of the pool, right? So same thing about the muscle soreness, right? If you have this muscle soreness, you can do one of two things. You can say, hey, I will, this, the, the amount of training I just did exceeded my overall capacity, and I'm going to train to increase my capacity so I can handle it, or you can do option number two, which is stop training, and then you won't be sore. So you have to ask yourself, what is the best option for me at this particular time? Um, and I think, believe it or not, both options are, are available, right? So let's say if it's preseason and you want to increase your capacity, you'll go with that. You'll say, okay, I just did interval sprints for six seven eight minutes that made me sore so i'm going to keep on doing that right so i can increase my overall capacity endurance for these exercises so i can become a better player now let's say you have the same um the same scenario except it's the day before your biggest playoff game of the year right now you have to ask yourself am i going to try to increase my training my training capacity at this point or, I, or am I just going to not train for the day because that way I have a game the next day and I can try to perform at whatever my current capacity is. So those are the two ways you can really avoid it is either A, increasing the amount of training you're currently doing or B, stop training. Hmm. Okay, so I, I see what you mean. So you, you basically got a time. It is, the time component is, is important when it comes to like training. Um, training and getting around muscle soreness to be honest with you because if you increase your training load right you're trying to increase your training load so that way you know when you to increase your work capacity so that way when you when you go on the field you do a certain workout and whatnot you know your body is used to it and you you know you're not you you, you don't get the, the the aches but doesn't that mean that you're gonna be sore eventually this is true at this some true. point you're gonna be sore eventually like you there's there's no way around it there there is i like honestly i feel like if you're if you're consistently going to the gym and doing whatever workouts you have to do and you're never ever in the slightest bit sore 
you're probably not improving. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're not improving is a, is a bad thing because maybe sometimes you just want to maintain what you already have. You don't want to be sore, but if you're, if you're year round, not ever sore, then it means you're probably not improving at that yeah, time. You're playing it too safe. But, but it's funny because um, I think I remember watching um, this UFC fighter. He's, he's a UFC coach. He was, he was talking about how he trains. And he was saying that he never gets, he never gets sore. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he was doing, putting a, a face for the camera. But this was his theory, right? And, and it's, it's pretty interesting. He said, um, every time, if you train and you saw the next day or two days later, that means you, you, you overdid it. And he said the best way to go about it is just you should train to a point where, you know, it's you challenge your body, but at the same time, you're not exceeding, you're not pushing past the limit that way. But when you do that, you know, you're not experiencing any gain that day. If you were to train, if you were to do that kind of training, like three times a week, you're not going to get any gains. But he said, if you do that, you, you train at that level where you don't get sore, but you do that every day then you can experience um, improvement, you know, without the, the, the negative aspect, the, neg- the negative um, delay onset, onset muscle soreness. Now, whether, whether, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I haven't put it to the test, but I just thought that was, was an interesting theory. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then that, that brings into the question. We're, so what we're eventually saying is like, yeah, the soreness, it's, throughout the year is going to happen and you as a soccer player sometimes you have to make the the decision should i train if i'm sore right and when you ask yourself that question you have to take into account um, many factors you should ask yourself well what part of the season are you in um what did you train yesterday what are you training today and what are you trying to train tomorrow um last time you did train how long were you sore for was it to a point where the soreness was um, excessive? Can I do things to train around my soreness instead of targeting the same muscles that, that are sore right now? Right? These, are, these are a lot of questions we have to ask. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you pick a particular scenario, right? So let's say it was a Sunday and I, I just played one of the biggest game um, of the season against a rival opponent. Game was intense. You know, now I can't even walk. Like, for example, like Ivan Rakitic. Um, during the World Cup, that the whole Croatian team <laughs> during the World Cup, when they, <laughs> yeah, when they basically play the the football of their life continuously without stopping, you know, those guys were probably they couldn't even get out of bed. Rakitic, I think, at one point had had fever because of how serious his domes were. So, you think these guys didn't? Um, you think after the game, you know, they took break? They took like one or two day break and that's it. No, those guys, they, they had to keep training. So like Andy said, you find a way to train around the soreness. So one of the things uh, most professional teams do after, you know, a brutal game, they, 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 they do this thing called active recovery. Now, whether this active recovery helps with, you know, the, the muscle soreness you feel, they still don't know if that helps. They, they still don't know if, they, they don't know exactly how that helps. They know, I don't think they know if active recovery helps with the pain that you feel. But what they found out was if you do some active recovery, then 
you able to get back to like your optimum performance a little quicker than if you were to like rest in bed all day. So that's why when you see the day after a game, you see players, you know, doing like crossbar challenge, uh, playing um, soccer, tennis, just to have fun. You know, there's still a way to train. There's still, still training because you're training your, your, your ball control, your accuracy, but you're not, you're not good doing like, you know, multiple sprint. Because if you do that, you're just going to be even in more pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, and, and kind of along the same lines, right? And this goes a little bit into what I was going to mention. Um, it's all about how you structure your training. And you can ask yourself the question of, am I currently scheduling when I'm going to train? And is it in a way that I can train around the soreness? So I'll give you an example. When um, I was doing my internship over the summer, um, the, the college soccer players that were at the facility that I was interning at, the way their programming was set up was on Monday, you do speed power. So you're doing stuff like sprints and Olympic lifts and improving your strength. Mm -hmm. And then the day after that on Tuesday was uh, more of a conditioning day. And that way, and then they had a break on Wednesday, same thing, Thursday, speed power, Friday conditioning. So that way you always have your conditioning after your more, powerful movements so that way you're not it's not the reverse where you're coming into um your power lift sore mm, okay. and you have a day off in between because that gives you time to recover um, you can take the same concept you can put it in your soccer program and you can add in things like you mentioned where maybe the day after a match yeah, you're I not gonna do things do. like working on penalties or yeah. we can have a tactical session like a walkthrough mm -hmm. to break down what our mistakes were so we're still improving as players. It may not be to the point where we're just improving physically, but we can improve tactically and technically by doing things to kind of augment what we're doing on those days where we're feeling sore. Yeah, that, that's hella right in the nail here. Like I, I was watching a video about um, Ajax players. Um, their recovery session consisted of um, like a weighted pass. Like they have to like pass it to a point where, you know, you pass it to the 50 meter. And once you get to the 50 meter, the ball had to like stop dead. And then you, you move on to 40 meters, 20 meters. You have to pass the ball in a way where it's, it's dropped dead at the distance that the coach um, wanted it to be. So that, that was important because, you know, sometimes when you play, you know, some of the passes has to be like on point. So when that's one of the way they, you know, you're still training, you're still, you're still training, you're training on your pass accuracy, but you know, it's not, it's not so intense that, you know, you, <laughs> that will cause you pain. And the other thing too is even if you like, even if you were like sore, like the next day, um, the day after a game, right. And then in your, in your calendar and your, uh, program says speed and power you're, you're not going to be able to do those stuff anyway like there's certain stuff that even if you want your body's not going to be able to <laughs> to handle because it's just your performance just drop completely yep. Yep, yep, yep no it's just true and you have to that's why it, it's better to plan these things out in advance which is why um you can always find a, a strength and conditioning coach or someone like that to help you plan that stuff out because you as a player it's hard to take all of that into account because there's too much on your plate. There's, there's too much on your plate. And it's, it's, it's not easy. 
it's not easy and it's something that that's a skill that makes me wonder how you know the some of the semi-pro guys in the u.s trying to go to the mls they have to take care of all those stuff on their own now they don't have they don't they're not getting the big money so they they can't afford to like hire like a like a private coach, private strength and conditioning to help them out. So they have to learn all of this stuff on their own. So I applaud those guys. Well, actually, doing yeah, it. it's tough. It's real tough, but they, they do it and they get the job done. Yeah. Word. All right. You got anything else for our listeners today? Bro? No, no. I mean, uh, if you, since we're in the topic of soreness, we could mention a little bit about things that, um, well, that would lead us to a different topic. I was thinking about like recovery things for things that helps with um, recover from soreness and whatnot. So I don't know if you have any particular idea about this one. Yeah. I, I mean, if you guys are interested in recovery, we do have an episode. I think it was one of our earlier episodes yeah, about yeah. how to recover. We would encourage you guys to go back and listen to that. Um, biggest points for recovery period is eating enough eating right and getting enough sleep yep. um and hydration as well so if you're sore and you want to try to decrease all of that you can't say that if you drink a lot of water and you sleep eight hours it'll go away but it certainly will help that process um help that process move along quicker than if you didn't so um that's my biggest thing there and, and i i guess in terms of summary in the whole episode um, if you, you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to improve today as a player? And the answer most likely is going to be yes. And if that is the answer, um, try to, try to work through some of your, your training, even though you're sore and you might not be able to do things like do interval sprints or anything like that. Um, but you can train around your soreness and you can do things outside of physical training to still improve as a player. Um, and don't be afraid to take a day off either. If you're, if you're that sore and you can't walk, don't try to push your body to do something that you know you can't do. I know those and days, you man. Don't need to. I know those days when you go to the gym and you kill yourself and then two days later, like you can't even walk to, up the stairs. You sneeze and it just hurt. Like, that's how bad sometimes <laughs> it gets. Oh, yep, yep. But that's it, man. That's all we had for you guys today. Um, in, in summary, guys, um, if you saw, like Andy said, you know, there, there are times and how do you avoid it? There are times you can't avoid it. But and there, if you want to, if you want to avoid it, sometimes you just got to like slowly add onto your training load. But even during that process, you still might end up <laughs> being sore. So to be honest, whether you, I don't, not really sure you can avoid muscle soreness. It's something that you just got to get used to. Yep, and that's it. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace.